From the latest community news to informative, entertaining reads for travelers and the cannabis curious, just visit your local Black Press Media community newspaper website to sign up today. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. Sponsored in part by the Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and by the West Coast Auto Group. Now from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show coming to you from Radio Row, Mandalay Bay Convention Center in Las Vegas. Super Bowl 58, it's the Chiefs and the 49ers on Sunday, and it's the Moj getting you up to date on what's happening here at Radio Row. Again, we do have a monstrous show planned for you in the next couple of hours. <laughs> Hour number two, Nick Ferguson, former CFL or 10-year NFL vet's going to stop by and talk about his initiative in helping kids with drugs in the U.S. Neville Gallimore, big D tackle out of Ottawa, Ontario, who's of course, a Dallas Cowboy for the last few years. NFL Films' Greg Cosell is going to stop by. You want to talk X's and O's, this is the guy you want to listen to. Also in hour number two, Super Bowl champion T.J. Ward of the Denver Broncos is going to visit us and give us his take on the game. Hour number one, well, about Super Bowl champions such as Jamal Lewis of the Super Bowl champion Baltimore Ravens, Super Bowl 35, outstanding running back in his day. We'll talk to him about the Ravens. We'll talk to him about Tony Sergus of the late Great Goose, all that. Speaking of great, Wayne Newton. Yeah, Wayne Newton, that Wayne Newton. Yes, Wayne Newton joins us in the first hour, as well as another Canadian, Josh Palmer, outstanding receiver of the Los Angeles Chargers. But coming up right now, it's a bit of a Seahawks segment. K.J. Wright's going to join us in a couple minutes. But first, right off the bat, Sean Alexander, former NFL MVP. Seahawks. There you go. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good, man. It's you look always like you fun. can still play. Uh, Every time I see you, you look like you can still I'm play. I'm chasing kids at a high level right now. You know, we, so my wife and I just had baby number 13. So it's our 10th girl, three boys. Um, life is fun. The oldest two are at college. There's a second oldest that is at Liberty with the oldest, and she runs track. And so our third oldest, she uh, was a high school All-American as a sophomore. So this is our junior year now in high school. And so then the boys are coming, and they play football and basketball. So it's a lot of fun. Third kids your wife deserves a medal doesn't she yeah i texted her this morning i said how you feeling baby how's everything going with the kids she's like oh i've been kind of feeling sick and i was like oh <laughs> as much as you do what's the range uh the, the oldest is 20 the youngest is seven months <sighs> that's 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 yeah we're like, laughing because our friends kids are about to have their they're all kind of phasing out they're all going to college yeah the kids that we've poured into that were kind of a little bit younger than us, mm-hmm. their kids are seniors in high school. And then there's the kids that kids are kids. And then we're like, wait. Then there's our friends, our kids' friends that are a little bit older. They're getting married and having kids. We're like, we have people, we have kids with all of these people. Is <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with us? What's going on here? But uh, we wouldn't want to give any of them back. Uh, my girls are just wonderful. And uh, as I'm, I'm a... I love being a girl dad, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Hey, speaking of kids, tell us about Stand Together Foundation and Cafe Momentum. I know we've chatted about this in the past, yeah. but talk about helping out kids. This is a great initiative. Man, Stand Together, my partnership and being an ambassador for them for the last five years has just been wonderful. You know, they, they it's some of the most successful businessmen, women, and philanthropic leaders in the country, and they have been fully um, invested 
and helping change the culture, change the country, tackle some of the greatest issues in our country. And it's it's been great. And so Catherine Minimum is one of the big issues that, that touches my heart. It's a juvenile justice system. Like, what if we changed how we treat kids that get in trouble at a young age? Um, and so Catherine Minimum has just grown. We, we, uh, we started in Dallas and uh, helping these kids and recidivism. Uh, in most cities, it's 45 to 50 percent, which means you're going to go back to prison. Uh, kids in Catherine Minimum, it's 11 percent. And so we've had to plan, well, what if we did this in every NFL city? And so as of right now, we have one in Pittsburgh now. We have one in Nashville. Uh, the Denver Broncos just jumped in, and they, they've created the partnership. So we'll have Denver set in 2024. We'll have Atlanta in uh, hopefully 2024. And then we got Houston, Miami, and Tampa, like, ready to go next. You know, it's interesting. I was just thinking about this while you were talking about that initiative, right, and, and thinking about kids. And the real parallel between that and athletes, right? I, I think a lot of athletes, and, of course, you know this clearly, is you just want to be coached and you want to have guidance and you want to feel valued. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's that's all kids want, too. Everybody they want wants a little, it, yeah. They want a little coaching, a little guidance, and they want to feel like they're valued. Yeah. Everybody wants to know that they're, they're actually worthy enough to be cared for at their weakest stage. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, you still count even if you mess up, and you're valuable enough for me to come coach you up how to go be great. Everybody wants that. Sean Alexander is our guest, former Seattle Seahawk, of course, an MVP in the National Football League. We, I, I think we've talked about this before, but I'll rehash it anyways in case we have it. This week, what's it like for you? Super Bowl. And, and what I'm talking about is, there's, you know, the memories. Yeah, there's there's a wrestle of just bittersweet, you know. I'm watching around, and, you know, you see all the uh, guys that played with you. You know, there's Chad Johnson and T.O. that just walked by, you know, and you're like, oh, man, here's – Here's some other guys that played in there while I was there, and uh, and you get to this game. You know, I, I was I was thinking back to like, man, I got some of the most funniest phone calls. You know, like from like Seth Myers, who was one of the guys on Saturday Night Live at the time. You know, and uh, he was like, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I hope you play well. Matter of fact, I'm gonna call you in the middle of the night to wake you up to make sure the Steelers <laughs> win. You know what I mean? Like, you, just, you know, it's just funny stuff like that. Um, just just great memories and moments where you know you are one of the stars of everything that. That's going on um, so that's great and you wish everybody could have that experience um, and then the game itself to lose it is something that's more painful than anything you matter because yeah. you're like oh like forever the greatest game of the year you got to play a part of great honor but you lost and so that's rough and you know whether it's the referees had a bad day which they've all said they had it still don't make it feel any better whether it's Hey, we we know we played Pittsburgh ten times. They could only beat us once, and they and that one night they beat us. And it, we knew as long as they don't have any big runs, any big big plays, and they had two of them: the reverse pass for a touchdown and that long run by by Willie Parker. You know, we we're like, man, the things that and we can't turn the ball over. We did, and we can't have a lot of penalties. We had more penalties a thing than any other. Yeah, well, the, the officiating is the, you know everybody looks at that game, and I know the one of the officials came out to your training camp the next yeah. year. Actually, a Paul. He apologize did. to the team. It's like, yeah, thanks, but that really helps. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, Sean, I, I've had this debate sometimes w- with people, and uh, I've heard both sides of it. Would you have rather lost a tight game or would you rather get blown out? And, and I say that because if you're blown out, hey, it's, hey, they were better. Whereas if that tight game, you're like, damn, it, we got, it, it yeah. burns you more. You know what I mean? It does. I don't know. I, I seem to have gone to amnesia when it comes to any time I've been blown out. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be what you're saying right there. That might hold true. 
Um, you know, but I just think like, man, like, you know, you have a shot at that game. You really want it. Do you know what I remember? Two things before we let you go. The one thing I remember about that game is walking down to the, the dressing room area, the locker room area after the game. And here's Todd Lewicki, who was you know, yeah. running the team at the time. Love friend. I yep. know Todd since his days in Vancouver. And here's this big guy. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". He had, like, three kids, yeah. like, and they're all, like, you know, under five or six, and they're outside the locker room, and they're all crying. Yeah. And here's this big guy that he just – he got down, like, in a catcher's stance and, you know, just hugged his kids. Yep. And I, I'll never forget that moment. It's just yeah. one of those things that kind of burns in your head. Forget about the game, but just the emotion of, yeah. you know, a, a dad trying to comfort his kids after that loss. My other favorite Sean Alexander moment, the year you guys played at Husky Stadium, I go down to watch my beloved Raiders. And you rip off, I don't know what it was, <laughs> like an 89-yard touchdown yeah. run. And the craziest part about it, and I know you remember this, you're looking up at the scoreboard like in a rearview mirror yeah. to see if anybody's trying to catch you from behind. Yeah, you know, that game was really, really special. You know, uh, that run was was funny. You know, I, I'd had some long runs earlier, and I'd, I remember bursting through that thing before before we crossed the 50. And I was like, oh, okay, man, I'm gone. And then I could feel the engine, zzz, 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 yeah. all the nitro buds. I had touched them all out. I was like, oh, man, they're going to catch me. And so all I did was I kept looking at the screen and think, okay, is he to my left or is that my left or my right? And I was like, if I bend <laughs> a little bit, maybe he won't catch me. And I was like, oh, I bit and I kind of straightened up a little bit. And he, and he broke his speed. And then he had to dive for me and clip my heels. And I kept on going and diving in the end zone. It was that was a great game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hey, um, you know what? This place is getting a little crazy today, Radio Row. I think you got to call Max Strong. Yeah, get, get my fullback up here. <laughs> get a little blocking. Mac, they're a little too much over here. Let's go. Hey, Sean, great stuff. Great uh, having you on board and continued success. Stand Together Foundation and Cafe Momentum. Check it out at www.cafemomentum.org slash Super Bowl. That's Shoot. right. See, hoax. There you go, man. All the All best. Right, man. All right, as Sean exits, K.J. Wright makes his way to our broadcast location here. K.J., glad to have you aboard. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's been really, really fun seeing it from this lens, this angle. Uh, when I played, I was, I was tunnel vision. I didn't, I didn't watch any TV, the fans. I didn't hear any noise. I was really tunnel vision. But to see the excitement, the buildup, each day goes by, you feel the intensity become uh, more explosive. And so... It's been fun to interview guys, talk to guys. and We had Sean Alexander on, and we were talking to Sean about his memories of the Super Bowl. Bittersweet, yeah. because obviously right. those Seahawks teams lost. You're on a team that won and a team that lost. Yeah. I mean, what are your memories? Of those let's start. Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the win. Let's okay, let's see. You know, what? I, I, you know what? My best story about the win, uh, you're going to enjoy this. You probably might remember this. We're going to the locker room after the game, and Pete says, hey, 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 everybody please calm down. We're going to go through our routine and it's like a checklist that pete did yeah right and he does he, it every game he does it every game he said mm-hmm. we're gonna do this we've done it every game so he starts going through this checklist and all you can hear is these old linemen in the back going no sacks allowed right <laughs> and then like you know pete would go through another thing and you kept hearing these no sacks allowed <laughs> and then finally when they said no sacks allowed the entire room <laughs> erupted. it sounds like breno giacomini and russell O'Connor leading yeah, that no it, sacks allowed yeah, charge. It, but i mean that was just being in that Locker room that day, man. It's it was a beautiful it day, was man. Just, just a beautiful day. We talking. So many guys wanted that moment. So many guys as kids, you watch the Super Bowl, you dream about playing in it, throwing the back, you know, throwing the football in the backyard, and to get to the game, to get to playing Peyton Manning in the Denver Broncos. You got one more team standing in your way, and the way we did it was just dominating fashion. Just Seahawks football. We oh, ran the ball of boom. and we kicked tail on defense. And so for us to just put our stamp in NFL history as one of the greats, as the best on the planet, 
it was just a dream come true for us. What made that defense so special? A few things. <laughs> just, what do you want to start? We only have six to eight minutes, right? Yeah, so. A few things. Um, one thing that I really appreciated about it, about my guys, was the love that we have for one another, the love and the respect and the appreciation for what guys brought to the table. And when you love people, you're going to have some, some moments where it's not pretty. It, it can get comfort. It can get ugly at times. But at the end of the day, when we did have our disagreements, when we did have um, disruptive moments, we always came back together. We also had that moment where we communicated. We talked it out. It's all love. Let's go play some ball. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. You always hear kind of that analogy where a family and two brothers can fight. But if somebody wants to pick a fight with my brother, oh yeah, oh yeah. we got problems. We, now. we go tag team and we go beat your tail. <laughs> and uh, we did just that. Anybody that stepped on the football field going against so you talking to junk to, to Sherm, you talking junk to me as well. Yeah, you, you got something to say to Bobby. You you run it by me. As, you run that by me too. And, and you know that was what you talked about the the, the top of the mountain for you guys. Yeah. And um, um, the next one, where you're you can see the top of the mountain, yeah. and you're literally like you're almost taking your last step and you slip. What are your memories of that? Memories is I remember us getting in shotgun. I remember standing at the 50-yard line. I remember screaming, why are we in shotgun? And it happened so fast. It just happened in a blink of an eye. Like, you, you become stunned. You become numb for a minute. Like, this didn't just happen. This did not occur to us. We did not make this decision. They're, they're not over there celebrating. We should be celebrating. And for that moment to stick with me, in February 2024, that's – I don't want to be talking about this, but, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We um, – that's the moment we got to live with. That's a decision that Coach Carroll and everyone else has to live with. You make this decision when you choose to do something that everyone on the planet knows you should do the total opposite, that, that stings, that sucks, and we got to live with that for the rest of our lives. You know, it's, it's crazy because, you know, you're sitting there talking about how painful it is. Usually when you talk to athletes who have won and lost – that win kind of like kind of eases the sting. No, yeah. For you guys, it doesn't seem that way. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm some Super Bowl champion. I'm one of the um, what 50 some teams that has done that. But people talk more about the second one than they do the first one. People don't really talk about the butt when we put on the number one team in NFL history. Mm-hmm. People always ask me, "Why'd you throw the ball on the one yard line?" Yeah. That's what I get most of the time. I don't get you just made paid man like uh, JV quarterback. I got. You gave Tom Brady his fourth, fifth round. I have been in a lot of locker rooms. I've been in locker rooms and teams have lost Stanley Cup games. I've been in locker rooms where teams, Super Bowls, you name it. I don't think I've ever seen a reaction. Uh, I swear to God, Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas sitting in their lockers like half an hour after the game, still fully dressed, not even moving. They were like in a catatonic state. All they were doing was just staring straight ahead. They couldn't even get to the point where they could take their gear off. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. Hey, enough of that stuff. Let's start positive stuff. Let's yeah. get back on some <laughs> stuff that makes you smile and laugh. Yeah. What's keeping KJ Wright busy these days? Ooh, wife and three kids. <laughs> they wear me out. And um, Hey, boom. hold on. We had Sean Alexander. He just oh, had his 13th, dude. 13! He's out of his mind. But yeah. More power to him. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, doing the KJ All Day podcast. I got my radio station, Cairo, um, ESPN in Seattle. Launched my foundation, the Right Way Foundation. I'm really passionate about financial literacy, teaching these cool. kids about credit, about compound interest, about a mortgage, all this stuff that's not taught enough in school. I'm hosting my first award show next week. And so just, just being pulled in all kinds of directions has been really fun. That's awesome. And, of course, we've got to get your thoughts on the game. 
the Niners are the better team. The Niners have more talent. The Niners have a bunch of Pro Bowlers, Hall of Famers. The Niners do not have Patrick Mahomes. You wouldn't believe how many people have said the exact same thing this week. It's just Niners, but Patrick Mahomes. It's just and you will see it. You'll yeah. see it once again. He's going to have his third Super Bowl. Yeah, you he's going to have his third Super Bowl. I know. I know he is. It's not even a question. Hey, if people want more information, you got a website for your foundation, anything like that? We can help uh, the Right Way Foundation Fifty dot org. Please donate money because these kids need it. We have Christmas drive, back to school drives. Um, I would really appreciate that. And, yeah, we got big stuff coming this, this offseason, taking these kids on trips, um, back to school. Like I said, it's going to be really, really fun. And so please support. Well, I'll tell you what, you got to come up to Vancouver one of these days. I know you that's, guys. Have, that's my spot. I know you guys have kind of made that's some trips. Spot, I mean, we're talking about Luke Wilson, of course, yeah. the Canadian connection there. I know he took yeah. a few of the guys up there back uh-huh. in the day. Yeah. But next time you come up, you know, you want to take the wife away for a little getaway weekend, leave the kids at home with the in-laws yeah. or whatever. You, Sound you, like you a plan. Dial, you dial us up. I will. Take care of you. <laughs> I will. Hey, KJ, thanks for doing Thank this. You appreciate it. Thanks and uh, all the best. Appreciate you. All right, great stuff there with KJ Wright and, of course, Sean Alexander, a couple of former Seahawks. As we get to break out of table at the West Coast Auto Group, Scotty Jones and his crew, five dealerships, West Coast Mazda, West Coast Nissan, West Coast Toyota, West Coast Kia, and West Coast Ford Lincoln. Now the big thing that we got to mention about all of those dealerships, hey, they're different, but the service is the same at each and every one. It's outstanding. Check it all out. Westcoastautogroup.com, just over the bridge in Maple Ridge. Quick break on the other side. Talk some NFL with Josh Palmer, Canadian kid, lighting it up with the Los Angeles Chargers. All that and more coming up right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Whether it's for the big game on Sunday or any other night, the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill and Speeds Pub in downtown Ladner are the places to be. At the Landing this Sunday, enjoy the game on 13 TVs. Prizes, great food and beverage features all day. At Speeds Pub, don't miss out on a fun outdoor tailgate party with tons of prizes and drink specials. All at the new Dockside Experience in Ladner. Football day or any day, check out Speeds Pub and the Landing in Ladner. This 
is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Presented in part by Speeds Pub in Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and the West Coast Auto Group. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show coming to you from Radio Row, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Nevada, Super Bowl 58. It's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. we got some Canadian content for you, folks. That's right. A little Canadian content. He is born in Brampton, Ontario. He is an outstanding receiver now with the Los Angeles Chargers. The one and only Josh Palmer representing Prince's Pizza, or Prince Street Pizza, I should yep. say. We'll get into that in a second. What's it feel like to talk to the Canadians finally? Uh, huh? I don't know. Canada's in the house. I know I've talked to all these Americans. So yeah, <laughs> it's nice to get you here and nice to talk a little bit. You're looking sharp today, man. You got like this kind of like this tie scarf that matches the shirt from Prince Street Pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're styling and profiling. Yeah, I just came back from um, uh, Istanbul. Okay. Yeah, so I was able to get some scarves out there. All right. So tell us a little bit about Prince Street Pizza. Uh, well, they're fire. One and only. Uh, they have a they have a, they have a location in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of your reps. Was I saying. was just in New York the other day, and I had it out there. Um, no, actually, no, I didn't because the line was so long. <laughs> <But> <laughs> hey, come on, man! Don't you have any pull? <laughs> man, I was out there. I was out there for a night before I flew back out. But they had one in New York, and they just had one in L.A., and they just opened one in out here in Vegas. So I'm probably about to hit that up after this, for sure. Um, but no, nah, they're pretty good. My favorite one is the four cheese. The four cheese is fire. Because I'm a big cheese. I'm a big cheese guy. Really? Yeah, I'm a big I cheese see, guy. Okay. Um, I could go with the cheese, right? The one thing that I love my meat, so somehow, somewhere, you got to get meat on there. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I just do not put pineapple on pizza, dude. You don't? No. That's it's, offside. It's actually pretty good. Come on. It's offside. I mean, what, what's next? Oranges? Bananas? No, no. I, would, uh, I, wouldn't get, I wouldn't get that creative, but the, pineapp- the pineapple is good. I don't know. Whoever put that on to experiment. They were on do you know one of the things, too, that's kind of new with pizza? And I know back in Vancouver, we've got a few people that are doing it. Honey. Like, honey. Like so, just a little drizzle of honey on it. So good. Yeah. I mean, I've never done that one before. Yeah. Yeah. So your money pizza's four cheese then. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, four cheese. Yeah, I'm a big I can, cheese guy. I, I could kind of live with that. <laughs> hey, talk about this season with the Chargers. It was a tough one. You, you lose your coach, but man, oh, man. Talk about optimism going forward. Uh, Jim Harbaugh coming in, but. First, just talk about the season that was and how difficult it was, I imagine. It was definitely difficult. Uh, you know, we had a lot of injuries. You know, Mike went down. I went down. Justin was battling a finger injury then eventually went yeah. down with another finger. Um, you know, we were losing, losing a lot of close games. So I wouldn't say it was taking a toll, but it was definitely it was definitely adding up to to the, I guess you could say, Stress of, yeah. of not winning just because we were losing close games that obviously we feel like we should have been winning. Um, and then, you know, just the dominoes fell after that. And, you know, fortunately our coach and GM got, got released. And now we're back on the come up. So we're, we're excited to see what, what Coach Harbaugh does and, and what the new GM does and how we, how we get this show on, on the road. But, you know, the, the one thing uh, I think, Josh, and I know the Lions went through this a couple of years ago. They lost all these tight games at the start of the year. And it proved to be a difficult year and I always think to myself if you can especially when you have a new group a group that hasn't has doesn't have those reference points you know what I mean that Mm. have gone on these great runs or won championships or whatever 
if you can somehow develop that confidence and that trust in one another early in the season, then you have that reference point. Hey, you know, we've won two or three tight ball games already. We can win this one here mm-hmm. in week nine or in week 12 or in week 13. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, and you're always kind of searching for that, you can, there's kind of always that doubt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think to me that's the big thing. I think a lot of times you see teams that, you know, they'll lose. I mean, I always say that pendulum goes both ways. I said the Vikings this year are going to regress. Why? Because last year they won all those tight games. You're not going to get that fortunate this year. The, the Vikings regressed this year. Conversely, I see teams that if they lose seven games by a score or less, I guess what? I'm going to say this team is going to find a way next year. They're going to add a piece or two. They might get a, bit, a break or two, and all of a sudden those games start swinging your way. So, you know, if I'm a Charger fan and just looking at it from the outside in, seeing how tight you guys played this year, man, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. Yeah. I mean, our, our, roster, is, our roster is very good. Um, so hopefully we can keep a lot of the core pieces. Uh, like you said, with those tight games, like like I said, we we knew we could have won those games and that we should have won those games, but it just didn't swing our way. So like you said before, hopefully we get some, some key pieces that, that get us over the hump. Um, one thing that I want to ask you about is Harbaugh. I mean, like, you know, you've – I don't know if you've met him or chatted with him yet, but – What's the what's the optimism level with having a guy who's just coming off a national championship and who's won at the the NFL level as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. You know, I haven't I haven't met him formally yet. Uh, we've we've texted uh, I think a couple of days after you got the job, uh, but uh, but I'm, I'm not too sure. Uh, I'm 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 just excited to see. I'm excited to see what happens. You know, I don't have any I don't have any expectations. So, but I do know that he's coming to win, and we've been here trying to win for a while. So. Hey, do you got to pinch yourself sometimes, the yeah. fact that you're playing in the National Football League, right? I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Josh Palmer, receiver, Los Angeles Chargers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I know you've been in the league for a while now, but do you ever have that opportunity to kind of step back, reflect, and go, hey, man, this is pretty cool? Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of the time, I know I'm thankful for the position that I'm in every day I wake up. Yeah. So I remind myself where I am. Uh, I remind myself where I've been and where I came from. So, uh, yeah, all the time, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah, it's interesting because when you talk to a lot of athletes, um, there's you're so wound up in the moment. You're always focused on the day. Sometimes right? you forget. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, it, it, sometimes yeah. you forget. Like especially when people come up to you, because uh, I never, I'm so low key. I never really expect people to recognize me mm-hmm. outside. So when people see me and want to shake my hand and say, "Oh, you're you're Joshua Palmer," I'm like, "Oh yeah, I am." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I forgot. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, and that's so cool because, you know, you kind of it's true to who you are, right? Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, there's so many times when I, I've been around a while, obviously, um, and, and I've seen guys come back and talk to teams that they played for, right? And they always – usually the it's always the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, savor the moment because it goes yeah. by quick. Yeah, for sure. Right? Never, never, never forget who you are. Never, yeah. never forget the impact you have on the world. Yeah. All right, Prince Street Pizza. Website, you got one? The website? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Print Street, and it will, it will pop up. All right, just, pop, just Google. Street. I, I, yeah, I, I never, I never really searched it up, but the only time I do search it up is in the maps to see where it's at. Okay, and your people are bringing us some pizza this afternoon because they have one here in Vegas. Uh, I think so. Yeah, just no pineapple. <laughs> no pineapple. Hey, Josh, great stuff. Thanks for stopping by. Continued success with the Chargers, and always a treat catching up with you here at Radio Row. All right, thank you guys. Big thank you to Josh Palmer, the Los Angeles Chargers receiver who made his way to our broadcast location, of course, kid out of Ontario and doing so well in the NFL. You know, it's so crazy. I remember growing up and, you know, the Canadians that were in the NFL were kickers. Whether it was Eddie Murray, Roy Girella, you name it. 
now you're seeing receivers, you're seeing D linemen, you're seeing linebackers. It's awesome to see how many Canadians are making it down south as position players. All right, quick break. Before we get to break, i got to tell you about Ronnie Patterson and his crew at Speed's Pub out in Ladner. Going to have a huge outdoor tailgate party with all the food you can eat on Sunday. Tailgate barbecue featuring smoked beef brisket. 30 bucks all you can eat. How good is that? As Pratt would say. Tickets are going fast. Plus, they got a whole bunch of featured drink prices to make your football afternoon really, really special. Check it all out. Speed's Pub in Ladner. Quick break on the other side. Oh, man, you talk about legendary. I know Ronnie Patterson's a legend. I think Wayne Newton kind of dwarfs him. Wayne Newton, Vegas icon, next right here on the Mojon Sports Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Whether it's for the big game on Sunday or any other night, the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill and Speeds Pub in downtown Ladner are the places to be. At the Landing this Sunday, enjoy the game on 13 TVs. Prizes, great food and beverage features all day. At Speeds Pub, don't miss out on a fun outdoor tailgate party with tons of prizes and drink specials. All at the new Dockside Experience in Ladner. Football day or any day, check out Speeds Pub and the Landing in Ladner. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Moj here for my friends at the brand new Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey. In fact, it's Surrey's only craft brewery. Five incredible beers and more to come curated by infamous brewmaster Kevin Ams. Plus, boutique pizza coming soon by Graham Marceau. Seven TVs and surround sound to watch the game on Sunday or any big game. Plus, live music and they are dog friendly. And maybe the best of all, Resurrection Spirit cocktails on tap. Check them out. Located south of Highway 10, just off 152nd Street or online at waybackbruco.com This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show Presented in part by The Ladner Landing Pub and Grill OK Tire Langley Able Auctions The West Coast Auto Group and Wayback Bruco in Surrey Now again, here from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas Here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic this is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show coming to you from Las Vegas, Radio Row, Mandalay Bay, Super Bowl 58. Forget about all of it, baby. It doesn't get bigger. You want to talk Mahomes? Forget about Mahomes. You want to forget about Andy Reid. Forget about, you know, Bosa. We have the biggest star in Vegas sitting down with us for right now, the legend himself, Wayne Newton. Mr. Newton, thank you so much for make, uh, taking time out to join us. You are so nice, and, and and I'm staying to meet this guy that you were just talking about because, <laughs> I mean, you said some of the nicest things I've ever heard, you know. Thank you very much. Well, I got to tell you, I know you have tons of fans. I mean, we've just got people all over the place. I could ask you, Vancouver, imagine you've come and visited our fair city a few times. Oh, my God. I played Vancouver at a place called The Cave. Oh, yeah. 
I played the theaters there. Um, my best friend in the world uh, is from Lethbridge, Ontario. And, Alberta, uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Yes, yeah. Alberta. And he passed away a couple of years ago. But uh, we've spent a lot of time in Canada, and uh, the people could not be nicer. Well, I'll tell you what, talk about nice. You're making the rounds here at Radio Road, promoting the great city of Las Vegas. For people that haven't been to Vegas, give them the sales pitch. Why should they come? All right. The reason you should come, and uh, this is probably about 10 years old. Vegas has the best entertainment in the world. It has the best restaurants in the world. It has the best shopping in the world. And now we have world-class sports here, uh, starting with our, our hockey team. Uh, when they first started here, I did an interview with uh, a Canadian press, and, and, and they said, well, what do you think about uh, the game? And I said, well, it looks like our Canadians against your Canadians. <laughs> uh, and that's what it was at the time. Yeah, yeah. And so we are thrilled that they're here, and we're thrilled that Vegas has come to this this place in, in history. How excited are you about the Super Bowl, and do you have a, a team that you're rooting for? Well, I'm very excited about the Super Bowl, and, and nobody ever thought uh, 10 years ago that this would happen. Uh, the team I'm supporting is the one that's going to win. <laughs> you got to be a politician. Forget a musician. You got to be a politician. <laughs> Hey, um, i got to throw this in. One of my friends, I uh, got to know him over the years. I remember when he played the clubs in Vancouver, Michael Buble. I imagine you've heard his music. Oh, yes, I I'm a big fan. you got to be a big fan of Michael's, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. He does He does an amazing job. That old school crooner that, you know, that Vegas was known for, right? And Vegas well, still is known you for. You know, Frank Sinatra used to call us all saloon singers. Uh-huh. And that's really what we are. And, and Blue Wave fit right into that and picked it up and uh, I'm so proud of it. I mean, you look back at those years, uh, how much is, I, I mean, Vegas, it's got to be like night and day from when you first arrived here to what it is now. Though. It is night and day. I came here at 15 years old yeah. and uh, I've been here all these years, which is what, 20 years now? <laughs> and, uh, uh, give a few, I'm not very good at math. And um, the, the truth is that you could not do a television show from this town when I came here. The, f- the first time that Donna Shore or Merv Griffin or any of those people came to town was about maybe 10 years after I had come here. I came here in 1959. Uh, so the town has changed. Uh, people talk about Sin City. There's nothing that goes on here that doesn't go on in every other city in the world. And uh, so Vegas is just an incredible place to, to visit. Well, I'll tell you what, before we let you go, the, the one movie that I just, I love the entire National Lampoon Vacation series, <laughs> the one that you're in, the Vegas Vacation. I had, like a kid, I had this huge crush on Beverly Dance, a very beautiful woman. Well, that's two of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and that scene where you guys are eating the pasta and all that. I just, that scene just cracked me up. I, I, I mean, how could she resist your charms, by the way? I mean, come on.
come on. She should have well, been she, like. She's so wonderful. And, and what most people do not know is that Beverly was a singer, too. Okay. She was from uh, Columbus, Ohio. Her father owned a nightclub, and he had a big band, and she was the band singer. So, uh, and they also don't realize that Chevy Chase's mother is a classical pianist and teaches at one of the wow. universities. Okay. So we would, we would, uh, we would rap and sing and do all that kind of stuff between takes. It was one of the most fun motion pictures. Hey. I've ever done. By the way, before we let you go, you've done a lot of show business. You've done a lot of press conferences. What's your entire perception and take on this whole radio row schmazzle that's going on here? This is pretty incredible. Wow. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's tough for performers or even press people or even uh, athletes because there are so many of, of you people and all of you are quality people. So it's tough to pass ones and let them say, hey, could I get a picture? Yeah. Could we talk yeah. in a second? Uh, when you'd love to do that because you're such class people. Yeah. Well, Mr. Newton, we appreciate you so much for stopping by. It truly is a highlight to interview a legend and a man who actually had a couple of scenes with Beverly D'Angelo as well. <laughs> so i got to say that. Thank you so much for stopping by. Glad thank we made you. you laugh. Thank you. Big thank you to the legend himself. Man, he's still got charisma. He's still got style. He's still got it. And all you have to do is look at all the people that are around Wade Newton as he walks away. Uh, man, what a legend. So much fun talking to him. Speaking of legends, how about OK Tire out in Langley? Yeah, the Delaney's, they're legendary because they're known for their service and everything they do out there. They got you covered. All the way from, you name it, alignment, brakes, car accessories, oil change, struts. You get the idea. Full auto service that protects your vehicle and its warranty. Great, great service. Never mind the tires. Tires are outstanding. Great selection. But that's what separates them is that service. That's why I love them and everybody else loves them. Okay, Tire Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway. Or call them to book an appointment at 604-530-2545. All right, we wrap up our number one with a man who won a Super Bowl, the Baltimore Ravens, outstanding running back in his day, Jamal Lewis. That's right, Jamal Lewis, next right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire in Langley. OK Tire in Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire in Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545.
Moj here for my friends at the brand new Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey. In fact, it's Surrey's only craft brewery. Five incredible beers and more to come curated by infamous brewmaster Kevin Ems. Plus, boutique pizza coming soon by Graham Marceau. Seven TVs and surround sound to watch the game on Sunday or any big game. Plus, live music and they are dog friendly. And maybe the best of all, Resurrection Spirit cocktails on tap. Check them out. Located south of Highway 10, just off 152nd Street or online at waybackbruco.com. Hey, it's the Moj. It's just not in the world of sports where having a great roster is important. That's why the West Coast Auto Group has built an all-star roster around their stars. West Coast Toyota, Mazda, Nissan, Kia, and Ford Lincoln get all the headlines, but great defense and role players are just as important. And that's where their famous service comes in. Great service, great selection, great squad. The West Coast Auto Group, just over the bridge in Maple Ridge and at westcoastautogroup.com. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, presented in part by Speeds Pub and Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and the West Coast Auto Group. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moach Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, coming to you from Radio Row, our 23rd year covering the big game. It's the Moach, Bob Marjanovic. And the very first game we covered, this man was part of the winning team. Way back in Tampa Bay, Ravens, Giants, Jamal Lewis, star running back for the Giants. And what was it, Super Bowl 35, I think? Super Bowl 35. Man, it seems like yesterday, Jamal. Oh, man, it seems like yesterday. It seems like forever. <laughs> <laughs> the only, I think our minds are the same, but I don't know about you, but my body's definitely different. Yeah, it's, it's a lot different, right? <laughs> you got a lot of aches and pains. Hey, and I didn't go through 35 car crashes every Sunday either. Hey, right, exactly. But no, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing, man, and, and good to be here and seeing a lot of old faces, new faces, and some of these young guys that I get I see on TV that look like the Transformer guys, you know, walking around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the media guys, too, that, you, that, that I met with and worked with and talked to over the years and uh, – you know, agree to disagree with, but this is a good time, you know, and happy to be in Vegas. When I mention Super Bowl 35 and that win over the Giants, what comes to mind? Um, Being the youngest player in Super Bowl history to score a touchdown and get over 100 yards in that game, that was me. That was but, personal accomplishment. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, just, just going in as a rookie, and and being able to 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 go through the adversity that we went through that season, uh, be able to get a starting position on the team and actually contribute and be a part of uh, you know I would say a a great team that will go down in history is probably one of the best defenses uh, you know in the history of the game. You know, there's the personal connection for me on those teams. Number one, O.J. Brigantz, who, of course, was in B.C., played with the Lions in the 90s before he went down the National Football League. Right. And as many people know, um, suffering from ALS. I talked to Coach Billick and asked him about O.J., and he says, you know, he's, he's still going. And yeah. It's an amazing testament to his courage, to his spirit. Um, we saw him, the last time I saw O.J. was the Super Bowl against San Fran, and we gave him a B.C. Lions jersey, and he's, you know, he still had that smile, right? You can yep. see those eyes yep. light up. Yep. Um, but, man, you talk about a quality individual on that team. O.J. Brigance for me, is right at the top of the list. Oh, yeah, he was a great, great guy. Still is a great guy. And every time I see him, he always called me Jam. 
back, you know, he's jam, jam, you know. And every time I see him, just that, just what you just said, that light, you know, his eyes just light up. And it's like he's speaking to you through his yes. eyes, you know. Yes. And uh, you know what type of guy he is and, and uh, you know, and what he means to that organization and, you know, and just what the organization has done also with him and bringing him on as he's like a staple there, you know. And you got to go through O.J., you know, and you know O.J. when you come into that building. And he really represents what the Ravens is all about. You know, and the other one that we lost this year, uh, Tony Saragusa, I got to know Goose during Super Bowl week, and the next thing you know, every time we bumped into each other, it was always a fun time. Like, uh, last time I saw him was a couple of years ago, Jaws and Dick's cigar party. And yeah. I got some great pictures with Goose and my co-host at the time, Chris Burns. But, man, just your memories of the Goose, the, the larger-than-life personality that he had. Oh, yeah. Always life of the party, uh, the, the locker room. We was actually locker mates, you know, at the games. So he was always right next to me. Um, you know, at the games when we played together. Um, but just a great guy. You know, even after playing and when he went on to do some commentating and, and working in media or whatever, just seeing him out yeah. or whatever, you know, we just had that special connection, you know, and he's just a straight up – he was a genuine guy. You, you talk know? about that connection, man. They always talk about champions walk forever, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. You, and might, you might see a guy like that you haven't seen in 10 years that played on that team, and all of a sudden it's like seeing a long-lost brother – Right. And it's just boom, that yep. connection's there. And the same way in college, you know, won a championship in college. So so it's the same way with that and, you know, going on NFL and just, uh, you know, the reunions that we have and bringing all these guys back together. It's just, you know, it's, it's a real bond when you can go in and accomplish what we did accomplish. Jamal Lewis is our guest running back for the Baltimore Ravens when they were victorious in Super Bowl Thirty Five. He is here at Radio Row in Vegas talking about mind, body, and optimization. Tell me a little bit about this, Jamal. So, you know, mindbody, mindbody.com, basically just mental health, you know, bringing mental health to the masses and, you know, just really, really bringing it all under one roof. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, as a player, I've been through this over the last 10 years, you know, with concussion issues and, and trying to just, just have a better quality of life. You know, you have to, you get sent all over the place to go see this doctor and that doctor. You know, you got a therapist here you got to see. You got to go see a psychiatrist here. So what Mind Body O has done is brought all that under one roof. So now when you go or you call uh, to talk, you can get you can get everything you need in in one session um, and and not have to linger on or wait. Um, and that's that's a great thing. And also just letting you know that it's okay not to be okay. Uh, with men, you know, you know, we got to be we want to be the heroes, you know, and, uh, you know, show that we don't have a weakness and this, that and the other. And, you know, that needs to stop, you know, uh, and, and, and guys need to know that it is OK uh, for you to show your emotions, to show your feelings and to talk to people and just let people know what you got going on. Um, you know, men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women. And that's that's an issue. And I think a lot of that is because it's, it's balled up and you keep it balled up and, hey, pressure busts a pipe. So uh, one day it can happen. And with the guys and the guys that I've lost, um, we talk about, you know, Sarah Gusa, uh, you know, uh, big uh, Orlando Brown, um, a lot of guys that I played with that have, you know, either 
thought of something, you know, that's kind of related to to sports and and related to the game or whatever. But mental health is something that that needs to be addressed and the awareness needs to get out there. And that's what MindBodyO.com. You know, is the doing. other thing too, um, and I'll just kind of weigh in on this and just knowing this, talking to people over the years and other individuals who've had that same type of initiative. You know, we talk about the mind. That's that's you know paramount, but also the body. As athletes, we're always kind of trained to like, okay, I'm going to fight through this, right? Right. Like, you know, you feel a pain, you say, okay, whatever, I'm going to be good. Man, you you get to our age, well, my age, you're still young. (laughs) But you get to like, you know, well, hell, if you get even in your 40s or 50s, right, you have a pain or something, hey, don't fight through it. Get it checked out. Right. Don't be that guy that's going to, oh, I'm going to be okay. It's no, yeah, yeah, it's, no. Make sure you get it checked out because, and you know, it's funny, I talked to this, about this with a hockey player once who's doing the same initiative. And he goes, the other thing you got to realize, too, is when you're an athlete, you can walk into the locker room, right, right? and boom, a doctor's there, a trainer's there, whatever, yeah. right? And it's it's easy for you. When you're 45 and you don't have that support staff around you anymore, I mean, now you're going to make that doctor's appointment. Yep. you got to push yourself to go in and take that 20-minute drive to see your guy. Yep. But that's what you got to do, and that's key as well, as well as the mind. Yep, no, you're totally right. And, you know, as an athlete, you lose that structure after the game. Uh, so you got to create your own structure. Um, like you said, you're able, you're able to go into a training room. You're able to go talk to your coach. You're able to go talk to the player development person if you got an issue. But now that you're out, you know, on your own and that's over with, you know, you have to find a way to cope with that and understand what you're going to, going through and that what you're going through is all right. And uh, I think that's what MindBodyO.com is really doing. I'm, I'm glad to support it, happy to support it. Wish it was around a year or so ago um, or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, it's here now. And I push all former players, current players, and just people, period, uh, to just look more into it and go to MindBodyO.com, check it out, and see how it can really help you. And, of course, the number is 682-837-TALK. That's 682-837-8255. Jamal Lewis, Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens is our guest for a couple more minutes. Hey, the game itself, what's yeah. your take on it? I mean, what, what do you like to see in the I'm riding with the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, you know, CMC, he's got my attention. I like the way he runs the ball. I think that uh, he's on a mission. Uh, just hearing him talk, hearing him do his interviews. Um, and this team, I think they're just destined to go <clears throat> and, and take down the champ. And uh, that's what they got to do. And I think it, it, I wish – that my Ravens could be here. Uh, but at the same time, I, I, I think that, you know, with the 49ers, what they're trying to do, they got to take down the champion, you know, to okay, beat the champion. Okay, you mentioned the Ravens. You've got a perspective on the Ravens. I'm glad you brought it up because I haven't really talked about it this week because the focus has been on right. the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson, if I'm a defensive coordinator, right, my biggest threat is him running around, doing things with his legs, why the hell did they make him into Peyton Manning in that game? Why? Well, yeah, I, man, I just I, – I, I said something earlier about this, but, you know, sometimes you can over-prepare. Yeah. You can over-prepare and you can trick yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I wasn't involved in the coaching. I wasn't there, but I – and I, I agree with whatever Harv's got going on and what he does. But at the same time, you know, you got sometimes you just got to let the guys go play. Just yeah. go, go play the game. Do it. Do what we've been doing all this time and, and go get Do it done. what got you there. Right. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, I watched that game and all of a sudden he was a pocket passer. Right. And like from a defensive, you know, hey, we were talking about this the other day with someone, you know, as an athlete, as a running back, the biggest thing, you know, people talk about the X's and O's and what the defense is going to do against your offense. 
the bottom line, the same thing on the defensive side. When we're looking at the offensive side, the bottom line is this. We're trying to create doubt. When right. Lamar Jackson runs and he has that ability to break the pocket, all of a sudden you're playing rush edge, you're like, oh, man, is he going to try to bust out this time? Yeah, you're going to think. Yeah, you got to think. It creates doubt. And that never happened in that game. Never happened. Yeah, so. yeah, you're right. I, you know, it's just unfortunate. But there's some things that we got to do on that team to, you know, add some sprinkles there uh, to help add value to that team. So, so it's always next year. Jamal, great stuff. We thank you so much for stopping by again. Mindbodyo.com or give him a call at 682-837-TALK. That's 8255. Super Bowl champ, always fun having you in the house. And, by the way, we still young. Just like you know. Hey, absolutely. I don't care about the 23 years. <laughs> we still young. Absolutely. All right, now. Thanks a lot. All right, big thank you to Jamal Lewis, Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens, stopping by. Big, big hour number one in the books. Hour number two is coming up. Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos, T.J. Ward, NFL Films, Greg Cosell, Neville Gallimore, big Canadian D-tackle with the Dallas Cowboys and a former CFL or 10-year vet, Nick Ferguson, all stopping by in hour number two. Looking forward to it. T.J. Ward next right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. Sponsored in part by The Landing Pub and Grill in Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and by the West Coast Auto Group. Now from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Lines Super Bowl Show coming to you from Radio Row, our 23rd season. Well, our 23rd appearance at the big game this year at Super Bowl 58. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic. Our next guest knows about the Super Bowl. He was a Super Bowl 50 champion, the one and only T.J. Ward. T.J., welcome. Hey, how's it going? You know what? I always say football is a small world, and I like kind of like, you know, connecting the dots. You went to Oregon, right? Being from Canada, Mm -hmm. Vancouver, Jeremiah Mazzoli still kicking around. Mm -hmm. He's had a lot of tough breaks the last couple of years, literally and figuratively. Jeremiah Johnson, who you had in Oregon, was running back Mm -hmm. with us in B.C. I mean, LeGarrette Blunt, everybody knows, right? So you had a pretty pretty connected Oregon team there. Yeah, man, we had some players on that team, man. We probably had about 10, 15 NFL guys. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah's still kicking. I think he's living in seattle now if i'm not mistaken i might be wrong. yeah he is yeah yeah he's he, a good dude well, he played uh he played running back for us no, for a I couple years in, in bc I think he's back in oregon he might be yeah i know yeah, he's I in the northwest in yeah great guy um my favorite jeremiah johnson story was our flight got delayed in montreal after a game mechanical issues our charter did and we're on the kind of we're on the plane kind of waiting and he comes out and he starts serving people the trays and stuff right he's like acting like a steward right and serving he was just Big, you know, always had that big smile on his face, always happy. and Sweet feet. Yeah, just a great dude. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing at Radio Row Player Above Sports Group. Player Above Sports Group is my full-fledged sports agency representing football and basketball players, management, and um, PR, all of the above. And we have Kevin Givens right now for the Niners, so excited to see him play in his first Super Bowl, and hopefully he brings home his, a ring like the one I got. Uh, but, yeah, been doing that for the last three years after I retired, and it's been a grind, but it's definitely enjoyable. Why'd you get into it? I just wanted to um, help 
people or players that's been in my position that's coming along like me and trying to navigate through this um, this tough career. You know, it's a fun career, but it's tough. And you know, to maximize and maximize their potential, get everything you can out of this business while you're I in it. I think the big thing is while you're in it, you got to network. Exactly. Right. And it, do it, some of this stuff early, man. Yeah. And I think that this generation of players, you know, they have that ability and it's being promoted more to start now. Where I feel like when I was in the league, it was like play ball and wait type situation. Well, I think even in our business, in the media business, for us, that networking a lot of times is with sponsors. right? And if you're an on-air talent, a host, whatever, network with those sponsors. Get to know Mm -hmm. those sponsors because guess what? When your on-air time's done – Gonna have something to fall back on now. Maybe sure. start doing some promotional things. And the other thing too is you always kind of keep your name out there by networking and getting those gigs, even while you are playing. Yeah, absolutely. Even for me, retiring and this three years from off the field has been full of that. You know, it's definitely keeping um, my presence in this um, in this game alive and and being at events yearly. So you you know you do stay in familiar in people's faces and your names does stay familiar whatever you do have going on that um you can promote it you know it's interesting because reading your bio here um things you you know what it's like to work you were a walk-on at oregon right yes sir and then from being a walk-on you go to being a two-time pro bowler and a super bowl champion you've got you got to be doing some things right that way yeah working really really hard (laughs) (laughs) working really really hard Uh, you know and it's funny because transitioning, I was talking to uh, Brandon Marshall about this, is you have to refocus and realign what made you successful over here. And it's a different way to transition and apply it to life over here. But once you find that out and figure that out, then it becomes a lot better. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of things. I've always said this. I probably learned more from the game of football than I ever did in any classroom. Oh, right. Definitely. It's about preparation. It's about attention to detail. It's about doing the little things. You know what it's like. You start doing the little things wrong, they're going to add up to big things going wrong, right? For sure. So it, it, there's so many things, you know, teamwork, discipline. I mean, you can go on and on and on. And you're right because a lot of that you have to transfer over into the real world. I was talking to Nate Burleson the other day about doing, mm-hmm. you know, the, the color for the Super Bowl and, and being on on game day. I said, for me, doing the play-by-play of the CFL team in BC, I go, for me, that's my game day now. Having played and coached at the college level, I go, I treat that like game day. Mm-hmm. I've got to prepare the entire week for that day. And Nate said the exact same thing, but it's all those lessons that we learned in the game of football. Yeah, and it's, it's also, like you said, those steps of preparation is having a routine um, daily and weekly. Even uh, I golf now, so each shot you have to – do the same preparation before that shot. If you don't, most likely it's not going to be a best shot. And missing one little thing from that swing will throw your shit off. So you, you know what? You, you sound like you're a better that. golfer than me already. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I did just get second closest to the pin over in the PXG tent. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, little KP action. Yeah, little there you go. Virtual. Hey, for someone who's been in this game and won this game with the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 50, um, what memories does this week bring back? Um, it's confetti. <laughs> the, you know what? More of the result than the actual week of experience of, you know, 
practice and all that yeah. other stuff. That kind of gets lost in the memories, honestly. Like, the family day was very special for the team. You know, pictures, everybody's family members came out and, you know, had that. So that was a, a special moment. But just winning, being a champion at the end of the day, that bus, uh, the flight home, <laughs> the flight home from the from San Francisco was crazy. Uh, uh, just happiness, just, you know, just th- happiness. The one thing, and speaking with T.J. Ward, Super Bowl Fifty champion with the Denver Broncos, the one thing that you hear players talk about, you're you're so in the moment with what's going on from day to day that you don't look at that big picture. But once you do win that championship. All of a sudden, like you said, those emotions, like you talked about confetti. I'm sure guys are, you know, you're thinking about your teammates. You're thinking about your parents. You're thinking about your, your siblings. All of that, right? All that. All that just comes flooding into the equation as soon as that clock hits zero. Yeah, because, like, you, we all have these amazing stories of how we got to be pros. And, yeah. And that you, when you first start playing the biggest game of – your sports life is the Super Bowl. You watch it every year. You play football. You have a goal and a dream of playing in that game and winning it. And then you have this path of your career, ups and downs, ups and downs, downs and ups. And then you, <laughs> you're you successful at that one thing that you were trying to get your whole life. And you yeah. just get fulfilled and remembering everything that went into that. Breaking my knee my senior year in high school. Walking on. Yeah. Not playing my in college until my junior year because of injuries. Getting hurt my senior year, missed half the season, almost didn't think I was going to get drafted. So there's a lot of things that yeah. go into everybody. My best friend getting killed at 18. You know, that shit just hits you all at once. Yeah. And then that's why you see a lot of guys, like, just letting those emotions out. T.J. Ward is our guest for a couple more minutes. T.J., you follow the game closely still, obviously, obviously yeah. dealing with players. So let me throw this to you. Come Sunday – what are some of the questions you want to see answered in terms of that game? What are some of the things you're wondering about how they're going to play out come Sunday? It's not the questions that I want answered. This is one of the questions I want stop being asked. Is is Brock Purdy a system or is he a, a, the real deal? And I think that question is irrelevant because he's a Super Bowl quarterback right now. Yeah. You wouldn't ask Peyton Manning that even, the, you know, Peyton is Peyton. Did he have his best season when we won the Super Bowl? No. But he's Super Bowl winning quarterback, regardless. Um, Tom Brady didn't have his best game in every Super Bowl, but they still were champions. No one questions him. You take a team two years in a row, one year, what, NFC Championship, next year Super Bowl? Yeah. If he was drafted in the second round, no one would be asking these questions. You got it. At all. They'd be talking about how good he is. Yeah. But you look in New York, you got Zach Wilson with every opportunity, and they're just trying to make him something. And I feel if there's a couple situations like that in the NFL, just because these guys are drafted high, they're um, giving more credit than they deserve. Giving more rope, too. That too. Oh, yeah. man. Rope, rope is long as, <laughs> long as Mississippi. <laughs> hey, TJ, thanks for stopping by, man. We appreciate it. Again, your group, Player Above Sports Group. You can yes. follow TJ on social at BossWard43. Enjoy yourself at Radio Row, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, great stuff with TJ Ward, Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos. As we go to break, i got to tell you about Mark Woodall and his championship crew at Wayback Bruco in Surrey. Surrey's only craft brewery. 
located south of Highway 10 off 152nd Street. Five incredible beers and more to come, all curated by the infamous brewmaster Kevin Ams. They got boutique pizza coming by Graham Marceau. 70 dinners vibe, retro California design with private space upstairs. They have a large patio, so wait for spring to roll around with the fire pits, live music, and it's dog friendly. Plus, they got seven TVs for the big game and all those great Resurrection Spirit cocktails on tap. Quick break on the other side. Greg Cosell from NFL Films. You want to break it down, X's and O's, it doesn't get better than Greg Cosell. He's next right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moge, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Whether it's for the big game on Sunday or any other night, the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill and Speeds Pub in downtown Ladner are the places to be. At the Landing this Sunday, enjoy the game on 13 TVs. Prizes, great food and beverage features all day. At Speeds Pub, don't miss out on a fun outdoor tailgate party with tons of prizes and drink specials. All at the new Dockside Experience in Ladner. Football day or any day, check out Speeds Pub and the Landing in Ladner. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Presented in part by Speeds Pub and Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and the West Coast Auto Group. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show coming to you from Radio Row, Mandalay Bay Hotel Convention Center in Las Vegas. It's the Moj, Bob Marjanovic. We're here for our 23rd year, and a guy who eclipses that rather easily is our next guest. He is Greg Cosell from NFL Films. If you want to break it down, X's and O's, which we're going to do with Greg because he's the best in the business, um, he's the man. How many is this for you now? Super Bowls? Yeah. I would say probably in the 30 range, give or take. You stopped counting? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's in the ballpark. I stop counting with a lot of things. You know, when you start getting older, you stop counting with a lot of things. Uh, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm getting to a, a birthday this year with a zero behind it, and I want to stop counting as well, especially when you hit those zeros. Of course, a lot of our fans in Vancouver can hear you on uh, Ross Tucker's podcast. Of course, Ross is a good friend of our 
of ours, and as well, you're with uh, with our good buddy Ian Furness down in KJR on a, yep. a weekly basis as well. But you know, it, it's interesting. I was listening to you and Ross talk about Brock Purdy. There's been so much discussion about Brock Purdy, and I thought you made this great point. Part of his game, and I'll let you elaborate on it, is that you couldn't evaluate it at the college level, but it's something that's a necessity at the NFL level, and that's just anticipation a lot of times. Yeah, I, I think there's two things that really stood out to me about Purdy. You know, and it really, in many ways, it gets into a larger discussion of quarterback traits as well and how you evaluate quarterbacks. But two things about Purdy stood out once I started watching him in the NFL, which, of course, goes back to 2022, but saw it a ton this year, is he can throw with such great anticipation. And what that means is he, he turns it loose before receivers even really begin their breaks. So he's throwing to spots based on his understanding of coverage and the receiver's routes. And I worked, I've worked with a lot of quarterbacks over the years, you know, that have worked with me on the matchup show, guys who played quarterback in college. And, you know, obviously I defer to them a lot because I didn't play quarterback. Um, but they say that is so hard to do because you're essentially throwing it to a spot. And when you throw it to a spot, it's really hard to put it right on a guy's hands because you're not throwing to him. You know, it's one thing, hey, if I'm sitting across from you and I'm going to throw it right to you, you know, I can see your hands, I, you know, you're there. But if, you, if I'm throwing it to over there and I'm expecting you, you know, based on the route, that I'm expecting you to be there, you know, 10 feet away, you know, that's a hard thing to do. And he's really been good at that. The other thing, uh, and by the way, the point you made is correct. You don't see that a ton in college because the college game is totally different. The field's bigger. The hash marks are wider. There's more space. You don't necessarily have to make those kinds of anticipation throws in college. The other thing that he's shown to be innately really good at, which you also don't see in college, is his reaction to what we call late coverage rotation, where you get a picture pre-snap of the defense, and as soon as the ball snap, the defense changes that picture. And you don't see that much in college at all. There are certain coaches that do. Maybe there's a, a select group that does, you know, the Nick Sabans, the Kirby Smarts. You know, there's certain guys that do do some of that. But in the Big 12, you certainly didn't see very much of that. And he has had just such an innate feel for being able to recognize and react to late coverage rotation, which is a very hard thing to do for a young player. Greg Cosell from NFL Films is our guest. Of course, an X's and O's expert, watches probably more film than some coaches. Um, Brian Baldinger, a good friend at the NFL Network, said that Brock Purdy needs to make five money throws in this game. Do you see it the same way? Well, I, I guess one would have to define money throws. You know, again, now you get into, you know, that evaluation. I mean, I, I, I think... I think ultimately what has to happen is Purdy has to play at his higher level where he's playing with, with great timing, great rhythm, great anticipation, seeing things clearly, delivering the football. This, they're an offense in which Purdy is asked to make a lot of difficult throws between the numbers, between the hashes. These are hard throws in the NFL because there's a lot of bodies there. Um, so... There's going to be some difficult throws he's going to have to make. Um, if you want to call them money throws, you can, whatever term you want to use. But, um, you know, I, I, some people do. I don't necessarily think in terms of, oh, you know, the quarterback's going to have to make, you know, three great plays or they can't win. I, I don't necessarily think about the game that way, which doesn't make me right or anybody else wrong. But I think if you see Purdy early on making the kinds of throws that – 
we've seen him make through much of his short career where he hits that back foot, ball comes out, hits guys you know, in stride. Then you, you can have a sense that, hey, he's in a good rhythm. He's seeing it. He's feeling comfortable. And then, you know, that's you'd expect then he'd play well. If early in the game you see him drop back, hit that back foot, hold on to the ball for whatever reason, just not feel like there's a rhythm there, then you're, you're wondering, okay, how's this going to play out? All right, Kansas City's defense versus San Francisco's offense. From an X's and O's perspective, what are some of the things that intrigue you, some of the things you want to see answered come Sunday? Well, I think, you know, when you talk about defense, you, you always have to talk about defense in terms of situational football because teams play different defenses, let's say, on first and 10 versus third and nine. So, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see how the Chiefs line up on first and 10. Uh, you know, they'll probably be in their base 4-3 with three linebackers, four defensive backs, because the 49ers play a lot with check on the field, so they're a base personnel offense. Um, I think where where the Steve Spagnuolo is so good and where these are the challenges for any offense, not just the Niners, but obviously that's who they're playing, is what he does when you get to third down. Um, he plays basically dime six defensive backs. There's a lot of pressure concepts. He uses his DBs, uh, particularly his corners, as blitzers perhaps more than any team in the league. And you'll see that, I think, because one of the things you do see from the 49ers is what we call cut splits or reduced splits by the wide receivers. They're closer to the formation, which means the cornerbacks are closer to the formation, and it's a shorter distance to blitz. By the way, I think you're going to see that on first down, too, even in their base. But I think you're going to see a lot of pressure by Spags. Um, and to, and he'll, I think, do that early to see how Purdy handles it. You know, one of the things I always talk about, you always want to create doubt, right? And Spagnolo's done so many things on defense yep. that, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to cover it all, like you mentioned. And whatever they come up with, it still could create doubt on the other side of the ball. Yeah, and, and, and you know, one of the things about Spags that he's so good at is – he, obviously, there's zone blitzes and man blitzes. And by that, I mean there's blitzes where you're playing a, a form of zone coverage behind it, and then there's man blitzes where you're just matching up man-to-man. He's so good with the zone blitzes because his coverages, while they look like sort of normal coverages, the rules are different. And sometimes that can be hard for a quarterback to process instantaneously. As good as Purdy's been, he's probably going to see some things a little differently than he's used to. And how he reacts could be a really important part of this game. You've seen so much film on Patrick Mahomes. Where do you think, if any, Achilles heel he has? I mean, I don't think he has a true Achilles heel. I mean, I've talked to coaches who've coached against him. You know, Mahomes is... Mahomes is a little different. He's one of those quarterbacks. He will leave the pocket when he doesn't have to, but then he'll make plays. He's Sometimes he doesn't go through progressions and he'll leave the pocket. Um, but he's so smart and he sees things so incredibly well. He might see things better than any other quarterback in the league on the move. He just... You know, he has a great feel for spatial awareness. He sees it. He understands it intuitively. Um, you know, he knows when he can run. He knows when he can stop and throw it. Um, you know, this has been a different Chiefs offense this year. Totally. Yeah, they've yeah. not – they've really – focus more on the run game i think pacheco's been a huge factor and he's a very difficult back to play against um you know they, they, they've relied a lot more on their defense as we just talked about 
but you know, it's still Mahomes. I mean, that's the thing. You look at this game, and, and if you look at this season, and if it wasn't Mahomes, you'd say, well, this is not a great offense right now. But you can't go into this game and feel like, you know, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be a factor in the game. You know, it's interesting you talked about Mahomes and you, you mentioned the fact that, you know, there are quarterbacks that just run and then there's quarterback, there are quarterbacks that run to throw. Mahomes is one of he those guys. He does both. Yeah, yeah. And he's one of those guys that can run and, you know, still make a throw down right. the field. And then, like, how do you defend him? You want a man up? Great. He breaks contain. The next thing you know, he's got a 20-yard gain because everybody's running right. downfield with the receivers. Oh, you want to spy him? Well, guess what? Your athlete and middle linebacker, whoever you want to spy him with, has to be just as good or better an athlete than Mahomes. You want to play zone, he can pick you apart. It's, just, it's almost like a pick your poison with Mahomes. Yeah, and, I, you know, I, I, I think one reason you always hear coaches say that they want to keep quarterbacks in the pocket, even Mahomes can beat you from the pocket. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. But the reason you hear coaches say that is because then they can maintain and play within the structure of their defense that they've game-planned. Once the quarterback gets out of the pocket and you get beyond 2 seconds, 2.5 seconds, and the play now becomes beyond the X's and O's and off script, that's where the defense, it's really hard for the defense. So that's why you hear coaches say with Mahomes, with Josh Allen, with Lamar Jackson, these guys can throw it from the pocket, but you, you, you want to keep them in the pocket because you can still play within the structure of how you've practiced. Once you get outside of the structure of how you've practiced, it's just a hard deal. Greg, before we let you go, um, you're not going to ask me to make a prediction now, no, are you? No, no, no predictions. But what, okay, what, good, I, what good. I'm asking people <laughs> is, like, what are some of the things that really intrigue you come Sunday, the matchups that you want to see, you know, those questions you want to see answered? Well, uh, you know, I'm very curious. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in the weeds, guys, you know, with the way I do my work. I'm very curious to see what fronts uh, Steve Spagnuolo uses uh, on first down because it wouldn't surprise me, depending on the formation that the Niners are in, if we see some 6-1 fronts, you know, where he takes his two outside backers and puts them on the ball on the edge and show a 6-1 front, um, you know, just to, to defend the run. Um, so I'm really curious to see how he chooses to defend the run on first and ten. Because I think McCaffrey does have to be a meaningful factor in this game in terms of volume and production, of course. Um, I'm really curious to see how Steve Wilkes, the D coordinator for the 49ers, decides to to match up here. Because they have not been a high percentage man-to-man team. I don't think they'll change their stripes dramatically. Um, But I'm really curious to see how he goes about, you know, matching up to, to, to the Chiefs both the run game and the pass game. Pacheco's going to be an interesting player in this game. You know, the, the 49ers have had a few issues in the run game, particularly their interior of their D-line. So, you know, those are things that, that I think early on we need to get a feel for. Greg, great stuff. We appreciate you stopping by, of course, NFL Films. And if people want to follow you, get more information from Greg Cosell, how do they go about it? Well, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Greg Cosell. I, I usually don't tweet. I tweet stuff I do and you know we always tweet the the matchup show segments which we started to tweet this week the show doesn't air till this weekend but uh yeah but normally I am on Twitter at Greg Cosell thank you so much for stopping by and breaking it down like only you can appreciate it thanks all right big thank you to Greg Cosell from NFL Films who breaks it all down and I'm not joking there's not many better than Greg that breaks it down from media perspective in terms of those X's and O's All right, speaking of break it down, Thursday, February 15th, Able Auctions will break it all down as they sell the contents from three breweries, including a large brew kettle, a canning line, dozens of stainless brew tanks, two depalletizers, large walk-in cooler, commercial chiller, commercial boiler, and a lot more. For more information, 
Check it all out at ableauctions.ca. To get any business assets or equipment sold at auction, just email them, sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Coming up next, the big man is in the house. Looking forward to this. Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, the big Canadian kid, is going to stop by and visit us right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Whether it's for the big game on Sunday or any other night, the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill and Speeds Pub in downtown Ladner are the places to be. At the landing this Sunday, enjoy the game on 13 TVs. Prizes, great food and beverage features all day. At Speeds Pub, don't miss out on a fun outdoor tailgate party with tons of prizes and drink specials. All at the new Dockside Experience in Ladner. Football day or any day, check out Speeds Pub and the landing in Ladner. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year, safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit northwesttanklines.com. Thinking of closing your business but not sure what it's all worth or how to get it sold? Let the experts at Able Auctions help. Able Auctions has helped thousands of BC-based business owners sell their business assets, equipment, and inventories for over 30 years. Recent sales include metal shops, wood shops, construction equipment, vehicle and truck fleets, and a whole lot more. If it's a business with assets, Able Auctions can get it sold. To get your business assets sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Moj here for my friends at the brand new Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey. In fact, it's Surrey's only craft brewery. Five incredible beers and more to come curated by infamous brewmaster Kevin Ems. Plus, boutique pizza coming soon by Graham Marceau. Seven TVs and surround sound to watch the game on Sunday or any big game. Plus, live music and they are dog friendly. And maybe the best of all, Resurrection Spirit cocktails on tap. Check them out. Located south of Highway 10, just off 152nd Street or online at waybackbruco.com This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Presented in part by the Ladner Landing Pub and Grill, OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, the West Coast Auto Group, and Wayback Bruco in Surrey. Now again, here from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show coming to you from Mandalay Bay Convention Center Radio Row, of course. We are here yet again, 23rd time we're at Radio Row, and man, it's always fun when we get some Canadian content on the show. The next guest that we have on is a member of the Dallas Cowboys. He was born in Ottawa, Ontario, went to high school in Welland, one and only Neville Gallimore. Big man, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. See, you know what I love about having you here is that we actually have an athlete here. Everyone always talks about receivers, quarterbacks, running. Hey, D-line, baby, that's where the athletes are. That's where the real athletes are. Hostile, agile, mobile, and definitely not fragile. No. How's that sound? I know, that sounds awesome. It doesn't sound good? You hit it on the head. (laughs) How much fun are you having on Radio Row? I mean, this, imagine what, your first, second experience here? I think this is my, I've been to Vegas a couple times, but not for an event such as uh, this. This has been huge. A lot of walking. 
I don't yeah. think I've walked so much in a matter of 24 hours, man. But it's been great. It's been exciting, man. You know, it's a it's a great time for some football. So just enjoying this moment right here. They got like, they got you listed at 302. You'll probably come back at 275. And yeah. Like, what happened to your weight, dude? <laughs> no, definitely. I, I'm pretty sure I got a over 10,000 steps in already, man, just walking around. I know you've done some promo work for Frank's Red Hot, but what else is keeping you busy this week? What have you been doing? You just kind of hanging out, seeing guys? Um, yeah, man. Apart from this, I really, I, I'm here for, for my wife. She's got a lot of opportunities out here. She she just did a, a podcast with Latoya Burleson, and she's got that uh, the fashion show today. So I'm just here to support her. And then, obviously, you know, just here to enjoy the vibe, man. Just yeah, and you know the cool thing is around here, so many times you'll see players walk by and, they just kind of bump into each other, recognize each other, all of a sudden high fives, whatever, right. you know, stories start coming out, a lot of laughs. So I imagine you bumped into a few guys that you play against as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and some of my teammates. Uh, also, Diggy Zoo's out here, Brandon Cook. So I got a chance to meet those guys. Um, some guys that I, I haven't seen since, you know, the U.S. Army game, the U.S. Opening. So it, it's always great to see see guys that you've grinded with, you know, just kind of doing their thing at this point. I, I got to ask you, and, uh, you know, most everyone I talk to agrees with me on this one. Is this the toughest part about losing this week leading up and including to the Super Bowl? Because after the, the championship game, everyone's kind of on the same footing again. Right. right? This right. is the part that kind of stings because you're like, we should be there. No, uh, definitely. You know, I, I'll be wrong if I, if I said it didn't hurt a little bit because as a competitor, you know, I, Anybody who plays in the NFL, you you want to be a part of that that last dance, right? So, um, but other than that, I'm you know excited for the guys that get that opportunity um, to to go perform tomorrow or on uh, Sunday. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. But yeah, it definitely stings a little bit. But again, you know that's just part of it. Have you had a chance to comprehend, reflect back, and you know even talking to your teammates and coaches on what happened against Green Bay? Yeah, I mean it. You know, I feel like we. Every chance we get, we always find ourselves talking about it, right? Because, you know, obviously every team, I know for ourselves, you know, being in Dallas, you know, we had everything we needed. You know, we guys were all bought in. And, you know, again, an unfortunate thing about it, sometimes it may not go your way, right? So, you know, we still look back and reflect. Obviously, we look at what we could have done different. You know, obviously, you know, it's one of those things, man. This is a game that we give it our all every yeah. chance we get. So when – you give it your best, and it doesn't work out. You know, it hurts. And I think most of the thing that hurt the most, I, I always say, is that when it comes down to that playoff time of the season, you're really fighting for that brotherhood, you know, just for how close we got we got as a group. So when that – so we don't get to make it all the way, it definitely hurts a little bit more because, you know, it changes every year. You know what cracks me up is when I see these fans and they go off on players and they're ripping players and they're being insulting and disrespectful. I'm like, so do you even know what it takes to get there? You know what? And, like – Forget about the game itself. I'm talking about those workouts. I'm talking about, you know, in the summer when you're lifting and all your buddies are going out on a houseboat or something, right? I'm talking about when you're hurt and you've got to go to the facility at 6 to get your treatment before the regulars come in and get their stuff done at, say, 7 or 8. All of these things that go into it, and people never see that. All they see is what happens on Sunday. And, you know, they might see the the fact that, you know, you have this nice lifestyle, but they never really see the, the work that gets you there. Right. No, and, and you know, and that's what makes it painful. Because the more you invest, the harder it is to lose. No, facts, without a doubt. And you know, as a as an athlete, especially you know, being in the NFL, it, sometimes you got to take it with a grain of salt. Because it, for somebody who understands, you know, being a player, coach, somebody who really loves the game, they they know the amount of hours that's put in, you know, they, to get to this point. But you know, it it 
It is unfortunate when you hear fans talk about stuff they have no idea about. They don't know the sacrifices you made to get to this point. I'm going to talk a little bit about your story, but before we do, i got to ask you this question. Micah Parsons, I mean, dude a freak or what? Phenomenal. First off, I always say when you're 4-3 rushing off the edge and you're yeah. seeing that you know, in game speed is insane. You know, he, he's just a guy that when you see somebody that just wins, he makes elite tackles look, you know, a- average, you know what I mean? But, and then, again, that's not knocking them down, but that guy's just a generational talent. He's just different, difference maker. Yeah, and, and the thing is, he's so he can do so many things, right? I mean, it's, it's just not like, you know, you look at him and go pass rusher or you look at him and go run stuff. Or this guy, he can play almost any position on the field if you need him. Any position, any, uh, any position. Tell something about him that we don't know. Horrible basketball player. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even. I can't even say that, man. I, when you talk about somebody, he's a competitor when it comes to anything. It could be crumpling up a, a piece of paper and throwing it in the trash gotcha. can. But uh, I, I, if, for those who don't know, I will say I don't. People really. I don't think people know how playful he is. Maybe they do know, but yeah. he's a very playful, playful guy. Like he's a guy at any moment. If if you want somebody to play around with, uh, he, he's there. Like he's the guy. Neville Gallimore of the Dallas Cowboys is our guest. Defensive tackle out of Brampton, Ontario. Pardon me, Ottawa, Ontario. I got that right. I almost said Brampton, Ottawa. (laughs) You know, it's interesting. I remember talking to Christian Covington a few years ago. Vancouver kid, played for the Cowboys just before you did. And, you know, when I always say that, I mean, I remember the kid playing at Van College High School in Vancouver. And I said Christian Covington, Dallas Cowboys at the time. I mean, when I say Neville Gallimore, Dallas Cowboys, you got to kind of go sometimes, damn, that sounds good. Yeah, or, you, you know what yeah, I mean. I mean yeah. for a Canadian kid, yeah, it, right? It, it sounds great all together, but you know, again, just being a kid from Ottawa, Ontario, it, it's, it got a nice little ring to it, man. I, but I, I just love the fact that you know you wake up every day and you just realize, man, this is a real moment. I'm really in the league, you know. Got the opportunity to play for Dallas, and it's just yeah, you know, never got. You come from a Jamaican background, right? Yes. I mean, was sports big with your family, or how did yeah. you get into football? So both of my both of my older brothers, they they played basketball. I'm probably the only. I think I'm the only one that in my family that plays football. Apart from my, got my nephew on board, but yeah, um, just a, just a kid, just seeing a couple of my childhood friends playing football in the park, and I was like, man, these guys are hitting each other, and nobody's getting in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let's do that. You know, I always love basketball, but football, you can put your hands on somebody and not get in trouble for it. And I was like, yeah, this is where I need to be, man. When did you realize that, hey, I can do something with this? Uh, ninth grade. Yeah. Ninth grade is when I, I really, uh, you know, I look I look myself in the mirror and I, I talk to my, my brother and I was just like, and my parents, I was like, I can really do this. I want to devote all my time. I don't want to play no other sports. I want to do football. I want to see really just how far I could take it. You know, obviously the goal was to just get school paid for, but at the time, really, it was just trying to set the tone for all Canadians. I wanted to be one of the guys to yeah. to really put Canada on the map and show that, you know, talent comes from any any and everywhere. And I feel like Canada, we got so much talented ball players that, that just need spotlight. And Was there anybody that was, like, really influential in your career? Maybe your dad, your mom, I don't know, your, your parents, a coach? Uh, somebody yeah. that kind of made you believe. Uh, I'm always going to say, you know, my parents, especially my dad, you know, um, that was just somebody, well, both my parents, they all believed in me. But I just, just talking to him, he kind of made it apparent. If it's something that I put my mind to, I could accomplish anything. So for me, this dream that I'm living, not for myself, but, you know, definitely through him and, and through my brothers as well who believed in me. 
What's it like being a cowboy in Dallas? I mean, do you even have to pay for a meal? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. No, but it, it's major, man. It, it's major. The love that you get from the Cowboys nation is, is unmatched. You know, from yeah. from the moment I got drafted even up until this point, man, uh, Dallas has been a very supportive place. It's a, it's a great place to play. I have family out there. You know, me and my wife stay out there. But it's been awesome. It, it's been a – man, time flies. It's been four years already. Yeah. So. And, you know, the big thing is, and I was talking to somebody else about that. It was Josh Palmer from the right. Chargers. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, another sir. Canadian player in the NFL. And, you know, the thing is, savor it, man, because it goes by so fast. You just said, hey, it's four years and how quickly it's gone. Who knows where four or five years down the road, are you still playing? Is it over? Right? Exactly. That's how quickly it's going to go. So, And it's funny, when you talk to a lot of athletes, former players that come back and talk to the team they play for. You know, guys that are 45, they come into town, they honor them, and they'll, they'll talk to the, to the young guys on the team, and they all say the same thing. Right. Savor it because, man, it goes by fast. Enjoy the ride, right? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And every day just wake up and, you know, here's the other thing too is every day wake up and just go out there and ball because you never know when that opportunity is going to be taken away from you. And the last thing you want as an athlete is to look back and go, man, if I only would have done this, Right. Facts, facts, yeah, facts. Hey, um, got to ask you about the game. Sure. I mean, oh, come on. San Francisco, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, like, I mean, if I was going up playing D-line against Patrick Mahomes, I'd be like, what do you do, right? I mean, if you come up, like, he's so elusive. He can break contain. He can hurt you with his legs. He can hurt you with his arm. Have you played against Mahomes? Well, I, I, I didn't check. I should have. But So I got a chance to see, you know, uh, Mahomes, when I was in college, I never, I, don't, I never got a chance to play him. I was hurt the, the year the mm-hmm. Cowboys playing, but man, I, I would say I got to see Pat before, you know, he he was the guy he is now. And I, short story, I remember again my my freshman freshman year, we were playing against Texas Tech. That's if you know, that's when Baker Mayfield and Pat Mahomes was going toe to toe, and. I knew it was different, man. I, I went to go make a tackle. It was probably going to be my first sack. You know, I got extremely excited. Went to go make a tackle. He broke my tackle, spun off it, and I watched him as I'm going to the ground. And he, he throws a he throws a no look, forty yard pass. Mind you, he's been throwing no look passes all game. This is probably the first time I've seen it. You know, especially even at a consistent level. And that's when I knew. I'm like, man, you know, Baker's our guy. He's a guy. You know, always got love for Baker. But to see a no look pass like we're playing basketball yeah. as consistent as it was i'm like man this guy's different hey you know that we call those plays oh shoot yeah right, right. except i'm not using the right word i'm just gonna yeah, you know when yeah. you're hitting the deck and you got nothing there and you go oh shoot. yeah you're right that's one of those plays go and mahomes has plenty of those plays when he plays who do you like this sunday and why it's funny everybody always asks me i'm kind of like a, a neutral guy man because yeah. i gotta go look with the facts you know playoff pad is just different but I know the 49ers, you know, are hungry. Yeah. They, got, they got a great ball team. I feel like it can go any way. Any team that gets the hot hand and keeps it early, you know, has got a great chance. All right, before we let you go, you ever been to Vancouver? No. I, I need Come to. On, I, you know, it's funny. I, I told myself mm-hmm. I need to make – I need to find a time – to just go through all of Canada. Yeah. Well, you, know, you come to, to Vancouver because you got Jamaican descent, right? Yes, Jamaican sir. Jamaican blood in you. Rahina's roadie. The goat roadie there. It's in Port Moody. Little mile, it's a little tiny store. Yeah. Two, three tables. The roti, the goat roti. You will fly from Dallas to get this roti. That's how good it is. I need to get I need to get your information after we're done here. It's done. I'm telling you. And hey, I like making my own jerk sauce. And my, really? Oh yeah, dude. I make jerk chicken all the time. Wow. Yeah, like yeah. jerk. I just I, I love Creole Cajun jerk, right? But that 
the sauce that she makes and the, the, the goat roti is to die for, to die for. Hey, man, this has been so awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by and continued success with the Cowboys. Uh, look forward to following your career now that we've got a little personal knowing each yes, other. Yes. And you come to Vancouver, we'll look after you. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Man, that was a treat talking to Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle out of Ottawa, of course, now with the Dallas Cowboys for, what, four years, I believe. A lot of fun catching up on him. We've got to get him to Vancouver, get some roti going. That'll be a lot of fun. All right, before we get the break, got to tell you about, well, I was going to talk about Northwest Tank Lines. Tommy Blaney says, hey, we're doing well. We don't need pump. How about giving some love to Big Brothers of Greater Vancouver? Founded in 1978, they work to support child and youth development through volunteer-led mentoring programs. Big Brothers Greater Vancouver's programs pair children with adults to provide mentorship across a variety of fields of the child's life. Kids gain confidence. They do better in school and socially. It's a win-win as the mentors get to see the development of their little brothers. For more info, visit BigBrothersVancouver.com. Quick break on the other side. Nick Ferguson, former CFLer, spent 10 years in the NFL. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. Looking forward to talking to him about his time in the CFL and his project in helping kids become drug-free. All that and more right here on the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show. Northwest Tank Lines is North America's premier tank truck company. Northwest hauls more than 50,000 bulk loads every year safely and on time. It's why Northwest Tank Lines is the company others want to be. A family business with dedicated employees since 1955, Northwest Tank Lines provides exceptional service, state-of-the-art equipment, and the leading drivers. Northwest Tank Lines, driven to deliver. For more information, visit NorthwestTankLines.com. Looking for tires? Looking to meet your automotive needs? Looking for great service? Well, it's the Moj, and whenever it comes to tires or meeting those automotive needs, I only send my friends to one place, OK Tire and Langley. OK Tire and Langley is more than just tires. It's about complete automotive care, and it's about being treated right by my good friends, the Delaney family. Delaney's OK Tire and Langley, 19863 Fraser Highway, or call them at 604-530-2545. Moj here for my friends at the brand new Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey. In fact, it's Surrey's only craft brewery. Five incredible beers and more to come curated by infamous brewmaster Kevin Ams. Plus, boutique pizza coming soon by Graham Marceau. Seven TVs and surround sound to watch the game on Sunday or any big game. Plus live music and they are dog friendly. And maybe the best of all, Resurrection Spirit cocktails on tap. Check them out. Located south of Highway 10, just off 152nd Street or online at waybackbruco.com Hey, it's the Moj. It's just not in the world of sports where having a great roster is important. That's why the West Coast Auto Group has built an all-star roster around their stars. West Coast Toyota, Mazda, Nissan, Kia, and Ford Lincoln get all the headlines, but great defense and role players are just as important. And that's where their famous service comes in. Great service, great selection, great squad. The West Coast Auto Group, just over the bridge in Maple Ridge and at westcoastautogroup.com. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl Show, presented in part by Speeds Pub and Ladner, Delaney's OK Tire Langley, Able Auctions, Wayback Brew Co. in Surrey, and the West Coast Auto Group. Now, here again from Radio Row at Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, here's Bob the Moj Marjanovic. This is the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show coming to you from Radio Row. Our next guest, well, he played quite a few years in the National Football League, but before that, he was a member of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Nick Ferguson, 
former member of the Broncos, the Bills, the Jets, the Texans, and as I mentioned, the Riders and the Bombers. You know, I liked you until I read that. I remember that part about the Riders and the Bombers, Nick. Now you got me all fired up. Oh, man, I, I hate to uh, get you fired up. You know what? Let me, ta- let me take that back. No. I want you to be fired up. You should be fired up. Absolutely, yes. Uh, played for Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I have to tell you, man, playing in the CFL was a breath of uh, fresh air, and that was a huge part of the continuation of my professional career. So I owe a lot to the CFL for giving me an opportunity to kind of build and develop myself and then make that jump back to the NFL. You know, the funny thing is, and we talked about this with a few people this week, the CFL, a lot of times its worst critics are Canadians. And they always think that the NFL is like, you know, it's light years ahead of the CFL. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm talking the elite guys, yeah. But a lot of the other parts, as you know, it's just about opportunity and being in the right place at the right time, right? Yeah, it it was. And and once again, I mean, Jeff Reinbold was my coach. He's here, Uh, you see Yeah, yeah, I I, I ran into Jeff. Uh, He was my coach. And once again, it it is a, a proving ground. And the CFL doesn't get a lot of credit that it actually deserves because, like for me, it, it gave me that opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, when I was in Winnipeg, I watched guys like Milt Stiegel, right? Milt Stiegel was one of the, the better slot receivers in the league. And I played safety, yeah. right? But it helped me fine-tune my coverage skills. So when I jumped back to the NFL, guys like Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, it made it easy for me to cover those guys. I remember talking to Brandon Browner, who was with the Seahawks. He yes. had spent some time in Calgary. Yep. And I said, so what did the CFL do for you? You know, he said, you know what it really taught me to do? How to use my feet. Yes. Because of the waggle, right? Because, you know, if you're playing on the line, a corner, you can just jam a guy and, you know, use your physicality. Whereas with the, the waggle, you can't do that. You've got to learn how to use your feet. And that's what he talked about. He said, had he not gone to the CFL and learned how to use his feet, he never would have made it back to the Well, NFL. I'll tell you this. When I was coaching uh, for the 49ers, that was one of the things, uh, point of emphasis, that we would talk about. And Richard Sherman was on one of our players. And I know Brandon Brown had played with him in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole thing, winning at the line of scrimmage with your feet. And when you're able to do that, like Champ Bailey would always tell, say, tell to our guys, is that it prevents you from running down the field if you win at the line of scrimmage. So that's one of the great things about the CFL. It's a wide, massive field, and it forces you to learn how to hone your cover skills. Nick Ferguson is our guest, 10 years in the National Football League. Nick, let's talk about your initiative that you have going on here at Radio Row and are trying to spread the word about um, drugs are out of control in America. Get control with drug education. Yeah, the whole idea is, uh, you know, the drug-free world. That's the the organization. It's uh, me and Marshall Folk. We're both down here trying to spread the word. We know how much damage that drugs have done to families uh, in the United States, in Canada, and it's trying to find ways to get this information out to coaches, parents, and students and administrators. And the great thing about it is that you take the information and you put it in words and phrases that kids can actually comprehend themselves. So the idea is you just arm them with information, so much information when they are out and about and they're not around their parents that they make quality decisions. And the one thing about the organization and the material is absolutely free. No, if, if anyone wants the materials, and, and we do a lot of football camps during the summer, and a lot of guys have us come down, we present the information. Uh, kids actually sign uh, a board saying as though they're not going to use drugs. It, it, it's a, a Make great, it a commitment. Make, make a commitment, and that's yeah. the whole thing, and you have to have skin in the game. So the idea is give them information, 
and let them make their own decision. So the organization is uh, Drug Free World. You can go to www.drugfreeworld.org and get that free information. You know, you're not going to flip every kid in terms of going from drugs and, say, being drug-free. But, man, even if you hit a, a certain percentage, yeah. especially when you see those kids come up to you and say, hey, man, you made a difference. It's pretty cool with your program. Yeah, that, that's the whole that's idea. The reward, if, yeah. you, if you can save one person yeah. uh, that works. And it's not just, you know, kids. I mean, the target is the kids, but adults too as well. They can get this information. Hey, you were talking about skin in the game. 49ers. I yeah. Mean, you used to work for them. I Absolutely. That, that's your team. You're going to be rooting for them on Sunday? A- a- absolutely. I mean, I live in Denver, so with that being said, I cannot root for Kansas City. <laughs> cannot do it. They, they will not let me back in the state of Colorado if I did. Hey, Nick, um, if people want to get more information on this, is there a website, uh, Twitter handle, you name it, how do they go about it? Yeah, you can, you can find me at, at Nick Ferguson underscore 25 on X and Instagram, but you can find information on www.drugfreeworld.org. And by the way, you were you very smart getting out of Winnipeg and Sask and going south <laughs> of the border. Jesus, like, they, I'm, I'm a good person. I'm going. I'm going to Winnipeg now five times in the last 18 months. I don't know what I did to, that. That God is so angry at me. Listen, but. I would have loved to play in BC because after you make one tr- one trip to BC, yeah, y- you love it. Yeah, you absolutely love it. But. I mean, they never signed me, so I can't really say anything. Uh, well, yeah, yeah you, can think you still got some jumps. Maybe you come back. <laughs> no, no, no I'm good. Pops. I'm done. <laughs> hey, Nick, thanks for doing this. Best of luck and uh, continued success with your program. All right, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's a wrap for us for this episode of the Northwest Tank Line Super Bowl show. Again, more coming on the weekend as we do a best of. And we might even well, sneak in a few more interviews if we can. Check it all out Saturday night, 10 o'clock on Sportsnet 650. Again, a big thank you to the guys behind the scenes doing an outstanding job. Mike Whittingham, executive producer extraordinaire. Nick Kowalski, our videographer. And by the way, if you haven't checked it out, you have to check out at the Real Moj on X, at the Real Moj on Instagram, the Real Moj, or pardon me, Mojon Sports on YouTube, and MojonSports.com for tons more additional content. You know what I'm going to tell you? Do what you got to do. Enjoy the weekend. Just do us a favor. Be safe. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know.